1: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second part of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Joining me as always, Brian Anthony Davis, our podcast producer, and the other co-editor, Dave Schofield. So one of our own, Mr. Peveril Matty from Down Under, he gave us two, two, uh, $2.99 in dingo dollars. And uh, he said, and I have to put this up there because he gave us money. <laughs> do, we try, do we try trading Mason Rudolph to draft a younger project? Now, I got to say this, and Dave, I heard you mention it. I said this in uh, – I've said it a million times in a bunch of shows. And it's – anytime there's a trade – People always say this all the time, you know, and I got on my Wednesday, let's ride. I did the live on the locker room app and it was a lot of fun. And I said to him, what about think the Steelers should trade back? It's like, well, someone has to want to trade up for the Steelers to trade back. Mm-hmm. So in this scenario, it's great to sit there and talk about unicorns and rainbows and say, wouldn't it be great to get a third-round pick for Mason Rudolph? Who wants Mason Rudolph right now? Who wants to give up any pick for Mason Rudolph right now? But, guys, do you see this as as a logical option? I think you know where I stand. Dave, you seem like you're ready. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, well, it's funny because I'm going to bust on Maddie P a little bit, but he was bringing this up because a lot of people were talking about it in the live chat. This was something brought up sooner, but I'm going to bust on Maddie P because he's the key. He, he must be the trade master because um, he <laughs> runs through these these mock drafts. And he, makes he, needs to get a, he needs to get a, a hobby. What he needs have, to do. have twenty four draft picks because I keep trading back. Love you, Maddie. I'm just busting on you because I can. Um, I might, be, I might be joining Maddie P with the, with the show here coming up soon. But um, my thing is, is, remember last year when people were screaming about how the Steelers are being careless if they don't address the backup quarterback position? I mean, they had no money, but they wanted him to go out and spend a bunch of it to have a backup quarterback. And now the Steelers only really have one backup quarterback. I'm sorry, you can't count Dwayne Haskins with a futures contract until he actually proves that he can make the team. You wouldn't count on anybody. Are you counting on any of the other guys that they've sound, signed to futures contracts, guys that were in the practice squad last year and things like that? No, we're not counting on those guys to be contributors this year. And we shouldn't treat Haskins the same way. Does it not mean that he couldn't turn into something great? Absolutely. Jeff brought that up many times. But Mason Rudolph's your backup quarterback right now. And yes, he only has one year left. But it's funny because all of a sudden we want to trade this guy and move this guy and cut this guy. And, you know, This does this sound like a Pittsburgh Steelers move to trade their backup quarterback when after just signing their regular quarterback for one more year? If anything, they're not going to trade. If anything, they're going to they're going to they're going to sign him to a new contract. If that's more of a Pittsburgh Steelers move, I I don't see it happening at all. We're not playing Madden. This is the NFL.
2: Brian, you agree or disagree?
1: I agree with Dave completely. Here's, here's the thing, Jeff. I'm going to go ahead and offer you this fantastic deal. For your Troy Polamalu signed helmet that you have, that full-size helmet that you wish you had, but say you had it, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to trade you my BJ Finney pants and my <laughs> autographed mint condition rookie Artie Burns card. Ooh. I'm go- You know what? I am also going to throw in two tickets to the water park in Pittsburgh for that you could use it next January. So Sandcastle, <laughs> I'm going to throw in Sandcastle. I'll throw it yeah! all of them. That's only, that's only, only, You can only you only in January. Only valid in
2: January. i got all this trade. that time of year.
1: <laughs> so who who wants to take that trade? I'm taking yeah. offers for it right now. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that that Mason Rudolph has no 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 uh, value, but a lot of people think, "Oh, we'll just trade this guy." There's got to be a market for a guy, you know, what? there might, there could possibly be a market for, for a guy, but it might be a seventh rounder. It might be a sixth rounder. It is just like this. If you're ever in a car accident and it's not your fault, but you've got a car that's 10 years old and it has so much more value to you because it's your mode of transportation. You get around in this car, but the insurance company says, Hey, it's worth 500 bucks because it's from 2008. You know you know what I'm saying? So it has so much more value to you because it's yours, but it doesn't have a value to the insurance company or the other party. If the Steelers were to hold on to Mason Rudolph next year, he's so much more value valuable to that team because he has the experience. If something happens to Ben Roethlisberger, you might not, you might think he stinks and you might think that he has no future, but he could kind of save your team next year. If it's for three games, that Ben Roethlisberger's out. We saw what happened when Landry Jones and Michael Vick came in for, uh, uh, for Ben Roethlisberger. We we've seen Landry Jones come in before, you know, he was good the first week, but when he started, eh, not so good. So that's that's the kind of things you got to think about. He has some value to this team. Just because you've got a guy that's 39 and coming back for one more year doesn't mean that you go ahead and make that trade because you might need him next year. They're already thinking miles ahead. And just like you, Dave, I love Matty P. Um, I'm going to start calling him Millennial Matty. Because he thinks like a millennial, and and he he's is just a like, millennial. I, think. I know, I, yeah. I know. You're you're technically a millennial, I, but I you would not have him, Matty P, millennial.
3: if I didn't really like him. He does good. Oh, stuff. I
1: I love the guy. I mean, that's that's why we we brought him on board. He, he's awesome. But I was laughing because my phone this morning at six o'clock in the morning, Bing, 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 and he had like nineteen trade possibilities. He had seventeen picks. In one draft for the Steelers. And I was like, dude, (laughs) they're going to cut all those guys. You can't have all those picks. And somebody actually has to make those deals. It's good in theory, but I love his passion. And that's what's so awesome about it. That's why you need to check out his show, The War Room. And that's why you need to check out Touchdown Under, with he and Mark Davison, and um, he Mark Davison is still employed with us, right? Because you fired him way back because of a comment <laughs> on the Slack channel, but he's still with us. Oh, I thought uh, it was
3: Maddie that got fired. Oh well, <laughs> no, no, it was, it was Marky
1: D. We, it was Marky D. But uh, they're they're both they're they're fantastic young talents here. But it's funny how how you think when you're in that mode when you don't look at when you. When you've been through the wars like the 3 of us have been with the Steelers, you kind of think, "Oh yeah. That's Dave mentions go west all the time. That's being the king of wishful thinking, but it's just uh, you mentioned uh what unicorns? Yeah, it's uh it's lollip- lollipops and uh and a rainbow clouds. So there you go. I want to ask you guys something though. I want to ask sure. you this. If let's say someone offers you
3: Some people are like, oh, well, even if it's a sixth or seventh round pick, if someone offered you a sixth round pick, are you giving up having a backup quarterback to just because you only have for one more year that you go in with major questions of backup quarterback when people thought there was major questions last year, just so you can have a sixth round pick?
2: No. I'm not, not. I'm not doing that either. I'm not doing that either.
3: I'm saying Mason Rudolph brings more value to have with this team, even if it's just this one year, than what you would get from him. In my opinion, just to know that you have someone that's familiar with the system, that you know what you have in him, that you could then plug in if there's something that happens this year.
2: I mean, let's not talk about the greatest sixth round pick in Steelers history, which was none other than Mr. Colin Holba. So <laughs> you could get one of them. Yes. I know Antonio Brown was drafted in this.
1: Okay. <laughs> and so, D- was, so was Vinny Vidi Vici, but there's yeah, right. not many stories like those two guys. Yeah.
2: Lewis damper gives us 4.99. Since so we're talking in these hypotheticals, mm-hmm. this is a good comment here. He says, let's say Tomlin steps down and he he's says not he saying he's a
3: dominator.
2: <laughs> he loves Tomlin. He said, Ben retires. So you just lost your coach and your quarterback. He says, what about the enemy and Trey Lance Now, if you listen to my let's ride, you know who I like out of this quarterback class, um, or other quarterback in 2022, crazy question mark. So Brian, I'll let you go first here. You down with that.
1: I'll be over you. You know, (laughs) I'll I'll pretend my ship's not sinking. I'm not going to go to do the rest, but yeah, I mean, I I love it. Yeah. I, I would bring guys like that in. I, uh, Mm -hmm. I think a guy like Eric Biennemi has a lot of value, but I, I'm just not thinking that way. Um, Trey, Trey Lance, you have to make you have to make the uh, Devin Bush deal if you want to make that happen, and he's going to have a lot more value than you think. I actually think that he is going to fly up, fly up the uh, rankings, which I would not be shocked if you would see him in the top six the way he is the way he is flying up and a guy like has
3: three in one mock draft
1: and a guy like Justin Fields I, I kind of mm-hmm. see him going in that opposite direction so you know I mean I just don't think it's going to happen but I would yeah i take it if if this was a if, if this is one where you could just make your team and you could just say if, if this was your fan to a lineup and you could throw a coach and you could just decide this is what I want. Yeah, it would be awesome. I I would completely trust Trey Lance in the future. I'm drinking the Jeff Hartman-made Kool-Aid on Trey Lance. <laughs>
2: um, it's me and Michael back too. I got to give him credit. We are both captains of the Trey Lance fan club. So, uh, Dave, what about you? Are you down with the Mike Tomlin scenario?
3: All right. Well, first of all, like I said, I'm not looking for this scenario. But if they say if this is it and this is what we're faced with, I would love to have Trey Lance but I'm very weary with what you'd have to get up to get him, give up to get him. I'm not giving up next year's one. I don't want to even give up uh, another two this year. I want, I want the Steelers. Now, like I said, I'm not, I'm I'm pulling up with a P. I don't need, I don't need 24 draft picks this draft, (laughs) but at the same time, I don't want to give up a lot of your top draft picks. If you could get someone like that, you know, kind of like the mock draft Monday I did on Monday because someone crazily had fields falling all the way to the Steelers. I'm like, If you could get that player and not have to give up anything in a trade to get him, do it. But I'd still rather have one of
2: those quarterbacks. One of the five that Mel Kiper had in the top ten is going to fall. I
3: I could, I could see
2: it. One of them is just saying that.
3: But I'm also going to say when it comes to Eric Bieniemy, he's actually, and this is why he's not an NFL head coach. If I had to, if I had to hire a new head coach right now, he's my number two choice because my number one. Just because of the Steelers ties, I'm bringing in Byron Leftwich. I'm I'm crazy to do that. I I, I think leftwich is going to be a guy that's going to be talked about as a head coach here very soon, and that's a guy that I would like to have as well. Uh, nothing against the enemy. I just kind of like the that that fit there. But um, I'm not opposed to to this. But if I'm a betting man, I'm not betting on either one of them.
2: No. And, and again, I don't think, like, you think about when Devin Bush, that trade occurred, they moved up to 10. They moved up 10 spots. Well, they had to give up to get there. Um, I think that if it's a quarterback, you might have to go a little bit higher. You're going to have to pay a little bit more. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right. Let's talk about our, let's go to the next topic here. I, t- I definitely did this right at the end of uh, part one, and that was about the NFL insiders. This stems from John Clayton. Former ESPN. I don't think he's with ESPN anymore. I think he was one of the guys that got cut when they were basically just firing everybody up there in Bristol, Connecticut. And he's he's an NFL insider. We can call him that. And he came out and did an interview with someone and said that he could see the Steelers just flat out cutting Joe Hayden. And so Joe Hayden saw this tweet, and so he quote tweeted and said, I predict it's not going to happen. And so essentially The question that we're going to ask here is these NFL insiders, whether it's Tom Pelicero, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, you could throw in someone like John Clayton or Chris Mortensen. Are you all putting any stock into what these gentlemen or ladies say about the Steelers and their thoughts on that day? We'll start with you. No. (laughs) No, I mean,
3: I, I, I kind of talked about it a little bit on, on the Skillbro show, you know, it's all the hot takes and everything else. But if you really look at some of the Steelers players, the Steelers front office and some of those trusted few that you feel really are truly Steelers insiders. I'm talking like my go-to is Jerry Dulock. Okay? You ask Dulock what he thinks Joe Hayden's here next year. You know what? Because and and I said this that he brings when you hear the inside the actual locker room stuff He brings so much to the Steelers, and 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 I'm not talking about just as a locker room guy, as like a as as like a team leader and things like that. I'm talking about how they really feel. They can do things differently defensively with Joe Hayden on the field, and then some. Then you want to look at his age, and oh, I don't want to get you know, I'm worried about that. But I didn't see any fall off with Joe Hayden last year. So people were saying this simply looking at numbers. You're looking at his age, you're looking at his contract and therefore they're valuing those things. but they don't they're not, I don't feel that they really understand the pulse of the Steelers. And I said this with Big Brosco on Tuesday, if you are an informed Steelers fan, you know more about the pulse of the Pittsburgh Steelers than a lot of these national people because you're actually watching all the snaps and you're paying attention to what's going on specifically with them. And they're not because they're covering everybody. So therefore I would say
1: beware.
2: Brian, what do you think about
1: that? You know what? I, I love everything that Dave said. You know, if you are an insider or an NFL correspondent, then you have your own trading card that says you have a, a very important stat and it's SB. It's not a stolen base it's stories broken and that's what they're going for the we've got to break that we've got to break the story you've uh, we've got to be quoted i you know ian Rappaport needs Ian Rappaport reports that this is going to happen i would love to see Rappaport, adidi any of these uh any of these guys schefter i would like to see how much like a percentage we talk about completion percentage. We talk about win percentages, all of this. I'd like to see their actual truth percentage. What really happens because they're trying to get it out first and they believe they've, they've got some in, inside information and it doesn't always come through. You know, we, uh, we make predictions here all the time, but they're predictions, we don't have the, those inside scoops. These guys think that they have them, but sometimes they're given false information. Mike Tomlin and this organization is not going to give up their hand. And where I'm saying this doesn't even have to do with the Steelers, but you look at the J.J. Watt situation. Oh, J.J. Watt is down to three teams. It's either going to be Buffalo, it's going to be Cleveland, and it's going to be Green Bay. I don't think Arizona was ever mentioned in any of those. And when J.J. Watt comes and says, hey, I have not made my thoughts... Known to anybody, my people have haven't said a thing, but a lot of it's speculation, and that's what mock drafts are. Look, I live my life by two things now: one outside of this business and one inside of this business. Outside of this business, never trust a fart. Inside of this business, never trust a mock draft. Never trust <laughs> a quote until it has the Steelers letterhead. It comes from the Steelers Twitter feed. It. It comes from them. Don't trust it because it's hearsay until the black and gold Rooney stamp is on it.
2: I agree. And Steel Dog 88 puts it best. I think he's, it gives us two bucks. It says, Off-Season Insiders is made for TV talk. That's a good way of putting it. Great way of putting it. All right, let's play a little uh, over-under here, and then we'll get to our trivia. This will be quick. We're going to do... Three, just three categories, all based around Ben Roethlisberger. So here we go. Ben Roethlisberger games played in 2021. Let's assume there are 17 games in the regular season. The over-under is set at 14 and a half. Brian, what do you think? My original thought was to say 14, so I'm going to say 15
1: and say over. Okay. Dave?
3: Now You said with 17 games? season? Yes. Okay. 14 and a half. Ooh, I'm going to say under. And honestly, mm. I think if, if Ben, you have to think about this. I've thought about this some from last year. If Ben gets dinged up and actually misses a game or two, he might've been stronger at the end of the season. So I'm not thinking that it's the worst thing in the world. If, if, if he has to miss a game or two, um, but at the same time, I'd really like to see him not have to get injured and deal with that. So, but I'm just going to say under just to just to do it. I'll say 14.
2: I'm going to say over. I'm thinking around 15. You know, you give or take one or two. All right, next. Ben and Ben Roethlisberger interceptions in 2021. Last season he had 10. I'm going to set the line at 13 and a half. Brian, what do you think? Over under? I'm
1: going to go under. I'm slightly under. I I can see him around 12 or 13. All right, Dave.
3: I'm going under. Um, that's that's the number. I did it on my stat geek that uh, ran this morning. If you don't listen to our audio-only podcasts, it's the it's the touchdown to inters- interception ratio is the biggest thing that Ben Roethlisberger can do that would mean a lot to his success and even Steelers Nation's perception of what he's doing. So I'm going to say that he keeps those interceptions low. He needs to.
2: I'm going to say under, but not by much. I think it'll be around the 10 to 12 range, no matter what. And last one, Ben Roethlisberger, touchdown passes. Hey, at 33 last season, I'm going to say the over-under set at 30, even. Brian, what do you think?
1: You know, could I actually say push? Because I'm thinking 30, 30 exactly. Okay.
2: Dave, what about you?
3: I'm going to go under. I'm going to say 28. I'm going to see if the Steelers have an improved run game, which, you know, but also, you got to remember, there was no receiving touchdowns by by Steelers running backs last year. That mm-hmm. was odd, that yeah. that didn't happen. But so I'm going to say under, and mainly only because if he also doesn't play all 17 games as well.
2: That's a good point. Real quick, Grayson Brown gives us 4.99. He said, "Who do we keep now?" I can't imagine we keep all three. Bud Dupree, he has Hayden in there, even though he's not a. Um, free agent and Juju Smith Schuster. Oh, and I don't care about the Ben news today. Go BTSC. So out of Dupree, Juju or Hayden, who do you keep? Uh, This is a tough one for a lot of reasons. Uh, Brian, we'll start with you. If this is a wish list, you know, I'm going, if this is
1: purely wish, it's Dupree, Hayden, and then Juju. If this is actually what I think is going to happen, it's going to be Hayden, Juju and Dupree. I think Dupree is not going to be around whatsoever. You know, we talked about uh we talked about Joe Hayden saying, "Wait a second, uh, uh I'm I'm going to report that I'm not going to get cut." And the when we say that, they have plans for him. So, and when you look at John Clayton, I believe it was John Clayton mentioned a long time back that Bud Dupree was going to probably have to take a one year, $10 million deal. And his response was like a very uh, um, laughing emoji. If that's what, if that's what uh, them, their kids are calling it these days, a laughing emoji, whatever. I'm the, I don't do emojis like Jeff, Jeff, Jeff lives <laughs> through emojis. In fact, you, you know, Jeff has, actually jeff has his will and testament you know official documents he has emojis on him he loves emojis it's actually just emojis you just have to know how to translate it's
2: like it's like a brand new national treasure with. The cipher you got to give me, a, give a, the, give me lemon gotta... juice in a in the air dryer. Or hot air dryer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, before the kids get dinner, they have to they have to decipher the menu through emojis. um But, anyways, now I just don't think Bud's back. I think Hayden is definitely back, and I have a. I I don't really think Juju's back, but I think Juju wants to come back, and I think they're gonna have a conversation just like you talked about the conversation with Hargrave. I think there's going to be a conversation. I just don't think it's possible.
2: All right, Dave, what are your thoughts on that quick? Hayden, definitely.
3: Juju's the wild card. And the reason I don't think it'll be Bud, even though they say they'd like to keep keep Bud, Bud Bud's value, both what he believes he can make and what I do think he will get on the market out there, although, you know, the injury comes into play is just too much when you really think about cost above replacement, because you act, you have someone in Alex Highsmith who's not Bud Dupree, but at the same time, you can't afford to pay Bud Dupree too much when you're getting ready to, to, to pay TJ Watt, and you have someone like Highsmith that's there and not expensive.
2: I'll make it simple. Dupree gone, Juju gone, Hayden back. All right, let's go to trivia time. Dave, you ready? Oh you're are you're,
3: you're, you're done with the over unders. Yeah, my trivia is really easy tonight because I was thinking about other things. I do want to ask one thing. um did you guys know Tom Brady left the Patriots because he had he had voided years at the end of his contracts that wasn't picked up. Do either of you know how much he counted against the Patriots salary cap this past year?
2: I don't know. Is this your trivia question? No,
3: I'm going to have a different. <laughs> question. This is just kind of, this is a question that's kind of like. trivia.
2: Uh, I'll say eight million dollars. I was going to say seven.
3: How about thirteen point five? Oh, so nice. when you look at that, and then you also look at like what Drew Brees is going at, doing what the Steelers did to where if Ben Roethlisberger if this is his last year, and because of the voided years, he's going to count ten point three four. Not that bad. So, okay, this is really it is gonna be quick because this is so easy. So easy that Brian, you're gonna to have to let Jeff answer some. Okay. Right? So in the Mike Tomlin era, we're talking first round draft picks. We're not talking special teams, and we're not talking specific like right cornerback or anything like that or strong safety. If you're looking at just overall position groups, what are the three what are the three position groups that the Steelers have not drafted in the first round
2: under Coach Tomlin? Um, in the first draft, they've the not first draft. so so like tight end. Tight end is one. Okay, they have not drafted. Hmm. So you're saying like strong safety, free safety, like you're that would the, just be loved in the safety. Okay. Brian, if you, you can chime in, Brian, if you want to say one.
1: I mean, would you count defensive tackle? Because they've they've Hayward was a defensive lineman, a defensive yeah, end. Defense,
3: no, defensive so, lineman. So, I mean, you got interior defensive linemen, you have edge rushers, you have linebackers, you have safeties, you have corners. They, they haven't
2: taken an offensive tackle, that's
3: offensive line.
2: Oh gosh! We're going to okay. talk. About, I said whole position group. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're like right. You're you would
3: right. look at a whole position group. I told you this. Quarterback, quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. And there's one more.
1: Well, he's taken a running back. He's mm-hmm. taken. He is not taking an, a wide receiver. Now I'm
2: say he hasn't taken a wide receiver,
3: and it would
1: be he? a wide receiver.
3: That the would Saint, be the three. You no, know,
2: Holmes was coward.
3: And notice they were all three on the same side of the ball, but. Now, when is the last time, real quick follow-up, what is the last time the Steelers have taken those three positions in the first round?
2: Well, Roethlisberger in 2004.
3: Roethlisberger, 2004.
2: Holmes in 2006. That's correct. And tight end would be Heath Miller in 2005. 2005. They're all three in a row. It
3: went quarterback, tight end, wide receiver in four, five, and six. They haven't been drafted in the first round, since. And i am good bold, bold bold prediction. Don't think they're going to get drafted in the first round again this year. But no, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: so, that's it.
2: Is Jeff Rosen Brian? All right. Let's do okay, some uh you. final thoughts here. Up oh, I'm frozen. Yeah.
3: And everyone was like, "Oh, what about kicker?" I said, "Not special teams." I said, "Not special teams." I said, "Position groups." So,
1: okay. Oh my gosh, I would love it if they went the Sebastian Janikowski route and uh, <laughs> and get a kicker. Oh, oh my goodness, that's unreal. That would, Jeff would Jeff would lose his mind. That would that'd be amazing. He would be. He's talking still talking Colin Holbo for a sixth rounder. If they would have, if they'd go punter or kicker,
2: I would love it just to see Jeff. <laughs> uh, my head will explode. That's what will happen. Um, so let's go. Final thoughts, Brian, you're up first. This is
1: a landmark day for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the reason it is, this is, do you remember in Jerry Maguire when at the end he comes, he comes home at the very end of the movie and says, Hey, remember that project we were working on um, our, our business? Well, we had a really good night. This is a really good day for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm going to tell you why. This reestablishes you as a franchise that takes care of their players, takes care of those long-term players. A lot of people have thought in the past few years because of Heinz Ward's early exit, because of Troy Polamalu's early exit when they weren't ready. This is one of those that shows that they still care about their team as far as having a future hall of famer and not ready to get rid of them. Whether you love the move or you don't love the move, it is a good move for the Steelers because it shows the humanity side of the Steelers. And I mentioned this before in the show, but when you have a Juju Smith Schuster who is on his way out the door saying, let's talk. That means that players are noticing that they're getting taken care of. What does that also translate into that translates that Free agents from other teams will look at the Steelers as well and say, hmm, they care about their players. They're not quick to usher you out out of the door. And that goes a long way. Whether they have the pocketbook to go ahead and sign a big free agent right now does not matter. What matters is that they have Rooney-fied their team again today. This is a throwback to a man smoking a cigar in Arthur J. Rooney. This is a throwback to the ambassador, Dan Rooney. This just really feels good. And when I heard the news today, I was feeling good because it wasn't the big business of cutting a guy just because they're too old. This wasn't, here's your good gold watch. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Good luck on your future endeavors. It wasn't that. This was a family move from a family team and I feel good about it.
2: All right, Dave, final thoughts? Yeah,
3: I kind of don't feel the same way as Brian with this. And, I, and I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying because sometimes you're like, oh, they did right by Ben Roethlisberger. The big complaint is, well, then they shouldn't have because what should really matter is his play on the field. And I feel that knowing that the Steelers do what they do if a player really can't do it anymore shows us that they believe that Ben Roethlisberger still has good football left in him. And what lines up perfectly with this is Evgeny Crosby's 499 super chat. That was much earlier. I didn't know if you were going to get to it or not. That said when Ben Roethlisberger plays, the Steelers win games, maybe not the big win recently, but 10, 11 wins every year. So, so if you might be down on Ben with everything else, can they do this? You know what Ben Roethlisberger does? He wins football games. So, It's not, I love everything that Brian said, but it's even more than that. It's not even just a, we want to do right by them, but we want, we want it to be at a level that's going to bring success to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I feel that that's the way that the Steelers truly believe. I also want to say two other quick plugs real quick here at the end. One is tomorrow night. That's usually your Tony six pack, it might be a little bit of different show. You're still gonna get Tony, but uh we we got something else that, that might be in the works. So if you're not usually a Friday night tuner inner on our on our on our podcast, make sure you do for this one because you're you're gonna want to catch this. So that's that's one. And then the other thing is the salary cap, it's going down. We don't know what the exact number is. I actually had a, had a little idea of something that, you know, should, you know, if Jeff decides he's actually going to publish it because I'm crazy. uh, That's a, that's a good idea that the NFL should maybe consider when it comes to the salary cap. It's never gone down before, but I'll just kind of say it. Does it really have to jump down to the number that it's going to be the first day of the league year? Or could they kind of, imp- or could they take their time getting there? Just something to think about. Check that out tomorrow at BehindTheSteelCurtain Your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Hey, Amen. Alex Flores gave us five dollars, and then he didn't put his question in, so he gave us another two dollars, and then he, <laughs> he said, "JC and now are signed a one year deal today." Yes, mm-hmm. that is true. We'll have that story mm-hmm. on BehindTheSteelCurtain tomorrow morning on Friday morning. So make sure you check that out. Uh, make sure you check out all of our shows, including my Let's Ride every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can That's basically my final thought every week. So next week, I guarantee you we're going to have some more news to talk about because we're going to inch closer to the new league year. So make sure you check us out next Thursday for another Steelers preview. Dave Schofield, send us out.
3: Hey.
2: Doesn't get better than that. We'll see you next week for another episode of the It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.
1: that's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.